Yo, it's Leaf Stock with J.D. Barkis and Sam McKee. A little bit better vibes today. <laughs> little Nicky, little Nicky Rob getting it done in OT. What a feed from Matthews, by the way, to close that one. Unselfish. You and I have been calling for him all night to just grip it and rip it. And turns out, you know, the game winner comes because he doesn't do that. Nice to see you, man. That was awesome. I, you know, there's few things that warm my cold, dark Toronto Maple Leaf heart anymore. Uh, yeah. Been beaten to beaten to a pulp over the last six years or so. But you boy, it, brother, that really did warm my heart. I was sitting there on my couch, just like, holy, that was awesome. Yeah. Like that really is great yeah. to see a kid in his first game. You know, after a big off season, everybody's talking him up. He comes out there, shoots one in the net in regulation, and then gets the OT winner. Says more about. Uh, what Matthews thinks about him than about himself. The fact that he passed that from a spot between the hashies right on the stick for Roberts and beautiful, but good on the kid. Great finish. Happy to see it, man. That was awesome. Matthews said it in the preseason. He talked about Robertson shot said, there's nothing that he can teach him. He's just got a heavy, heavy, heavy shot. If there's one thing he's going to trust Nick Robertson to do, it's wire one right there. Mm. For a second, I thought Wedgwood made a save. Same. Like for a split second, I thought that he actually got across and I went, wow, that's going to be one of the save of the year candidates. And he was excellent no, tonight, old Wedgwood. Dude, Wedgwood was fire. He was, what was hotter? Wedgwood's gear or Wedgwood, Wedgwood's play? <laughs> saying a lot of Wedgwood. Wedgwood, Wedgwood. Yeah, a lot of Wedge. <laughs> <laughs> you got a wedge in saying Wedgwood, you know? Uh, okay. A couple things here. So clearly story of the game is Nicky Robb. Goodbye, Dennis Definitely. Malgan. Oh. See you never again. Like it's, it's over. It's what I was saying all along, man. Robertson had a terrific camp, and this is one of the underrated, stinky things about the Leafs cap situation, is that you're four dollars underneath the cap, and you got to send the kid down, who's a clear long-term piece of your franchise, who worked his ass off on the offseason. Dude, that's, that's a different Nick Robertson than the guy that we saw last year. And it's one game, and it's one preseason that we've seen from him, but to me, it's like, it's pretty cut and dry, that... He's a different player than the guy that got the showcase a year ago, right? Like you would agree with no that? Doubt. Well, yeah. I mean, I was making the the thoughts about having Malgin stay in the lineup and how it's not going to be that big of a difference between Nick Robertson and Malgin. But I was judging that off of the last couple of years of what I've seen from Nick Robertson. What is the number one thing that everybody talks about? This guy is sort of the, the Jim, Rat, Jim Rat mentality in terms of the first guy at the rank, last guy. Every cliche you want to have. People pour that on him. You talk about him being at the camp instead of going to play in the world juniors with the Leafs. Like this kid loves to, to get better. And you can definitely tell that he looks different this year. It's yeah. mostly for me. It's a pop in the stride looks a little stronger on his skates and definitely better around his own zone. Like not obviously he's never going to be a, a defensive stalwart, but he made a couple no, really but he made good, a couple good ones good tonight reads, in that regard. Couple good, yeah. Good just, reads, hey, good plays with the if stick. You're, like if you're yeah, an offensive winger, if you're an offensive winger, you don't have to be a Selkie candidate, but just be responsible in your own zone. Make a good read here and there. He's quick with his stick. I was just impressed from what I saw with him. Like it, I'm not going to get bent out of shape about one game, but man, he looked a hell of a lot better tonight than I've ever seen him look in any other game I've watched him play. Yeah, there's there's no doubt about it. Um, I love that he does it in the same game that his brother's in. For sure. He does it. Lifetime of bragging rights. Like, uh, I just beat the piss out of you Did in you? front of mom and dad in my yeah. barn. You didn't even yeah. have a point tonight. Mama and awful. Papa, I, yo, he, you know what he is? He's, uh, 
He's in the movie Freddy Got Fingered. Like, I only see one LeBaron, Freddy. <laughs> <laughs> that's, only that's Nick goes to for only post Nick game gets dinner the tonight. LeBaron tonight. Yeah, Nick, Nick gets to ride shotgun tonight. Yeah. Nick gets to pick the radio station on the way home. Everything, everything's coming up, Nikki. Uh, Little Nikki is riding high. Uh, a couple things. So I, I was mentioning how he ends up getting sent down, right? I didn't like the decision. You understand that Dubis has a whatever he really likes Malcolm. all right he likes him enough that he traded for him he likes him enough to go get him out of the swiss league he likes him enough to make sure he doesn't go through waivers um I, part of me thinks that dubas just absolutely hates how much the leafs get plucked from waivers and he just he oh, couldn't handle thing, right he couldn't handle it but i don't think the decision was that bad of a one but one underrated thing that doesn't get discussed enough about the Dubas tenure is that the Leafs have not developed young studs on cheap contracts to play around mm-hmm. the core, to plug the holes. It's never. It's always been the same formula of guys who are, all right, the, the Pierre Engvall is basically the only guy that I can think of that was like a system guy that came up. Other than, like, obviously, the guys that were part of the core. I view Hyman as, like, a post part of the core. Mm-hmm. Since then, who, who's come up? Who's come up from, like, the draft and development system, right? Sandine, this is Hall. his, like, Hall. But Hall was an older player, too. Yeah, like, yeah. Hall was, like, a lottery ticket guy. Listen, your point is well made. Like, you can yeah. continue. I completely understand where you're coming from here. Yeah. All I'm saying is that they're desperate to hit on a couple of guys that can play up front for them, like Robertson and Nice, maybe later in the year. Right. Mm. So I like that it takes a little pressure off Nyes if this guy can play in the top six, even though they're completely different players. But I also just like seeing a guy that people have had expectations for work his ass off and get an opportunity in the lineup. And it sucks because you have to wonder when would he have gotten this opportunity if it wasn't for the Murray injury? Oh, he'd still be rotten on the bus on the way to Rochester, pal. Yeah. He'd still be rotten. Yeah, he's looking for his two points yeah, against the Americans tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. You know, you saw that video of uh, Dubis snapping, uh, saying some foul words. when What uh, a potty mouth up oh, there with his bad. dirty Boy, mouth. Yes, that's on you. No, no, niche, niche. No, but I will say, that's the same reaction he has when he has to put on Malgan on waivers next week. Yeah. Oh. Dude, honestly, if I was another Leaf hanging around the organization, I'd be worried about like a falling piano or something like that because he <laughs> does not want to wave that guy. The good news is he doesn't have to for a while, no, right? No, they no, can no, carry no, the no. extra forward. Um, the You know who the loser in this game was, I thought? Maybe. We'll see. I wonder if Wayne Simmons draws in Saturday. Like This is going to be my little prediction here. I think that they go with Simmons on Saturday because the fourth line Getting was nothing. the... Nothing again. And Stewie was talking about it during the first intermission. And I thought the point was well made. Like, where was the energy? And yeah, whatever. You want to cry about fighting? Fine. Cry about fighting. But Leafs, they found energy in a different way. But all I could think about when that first period with the fourth line is this is where your fourth line is supposed to give you a little bit of a lift. And all they did mm-hmm. was kind of sewer them. For me, like the guy that Dubas, like Malgan is fine. He was a no risk proposition. Why'd you give Obel a million bucks? What yeah. does Obel do? Like no, this guy, I don't know. I've every shift I'm locked in on this guy going, do a thing, man, do <laughs> a thing. And I'll praise you. If you can just do one thing, nothing no. so far, every game I've seen of this guy, 
complete nothing. Anyway, let's stick with the positives. Nick yeah, Robertson. We don't, need to get, we don't need to get the bog down of the fourth line too much, but yeah, oh, I agree with I everything you just said there. It's it's hard to really, if you're going to do nothing, at least run somebody in the boards or maybe start a fight or something. Like, yeah. I, I mean, if we want to talk about the, conver- uh, the conversation of uh, Ben, or was it Ben that cross-checked Matthews tonight? Mm-hmm. And everybody got all bent out of shape about it. I'm not saying he doesn't do that if Wayne Simmons is in the lineup, but it's obviously something that they would think yes. about. It be you know you'd think twice before just taking pot shots at the superstars. I gotta tell you, I I thought the cross check was pretty minor. Um, For sure, he just caught him in the sweet spot. It was nothing yeah, bad. He just caught was, him in the sweet spot. That's all that yeah, happened. It, that, I, that to me was not shape. like a dirty play. I saw no. Leafs Twitter. It's hard. I've been having a tough time being on Twitter watching these games. I'm trying to be a purist and just go like pure mm-hmm. me. I don't want to get. I don't want to get the taints, Watch the, 2000, the taintedness. 2005 Leafs, where you just like watched it and just had your own yeah, thoughts and didn't enjoyed. worry about what anybody else thought. Yeah, what didn't care about the group think or whatever. Sometimes <laughs> I'll fire off a tweet and I'm like, ah, oh, why did I even do that? Who cares? Uh, anyway, the the two Robertson goals were both pretty though, eh? Like the first mm. one was gorgeous. And I the have second to give credit. One, the credit would go to Bunting, who made an excellent play yeah. off the half boards, gets in deep, and he just kind of backhand no looks it. And listen, Robertson's got that knack, right, where he goes to the right spots, and when it lands on his stick, listen, he's if he doesn't score that one, it's his calling card. Like it's on the on yeah. the stick in the slot with a chance to shoot it over the low blocker. It's in the sweet spot, but he finished it. I love the pass from Bunting. So I, uh, yeah, it's nice to see, man. They need that pop. They've needed mm. something to come into the lineup. And just shake things up and have things look a little bit different. And it, maybe he can be that sort of shake up. Maybe he can be that little pop. No? Well, yeah. No, I, I think that he definitely could be that. The other thing, too, is, again, he's a guy who showed up desperate to make the NHL. He's a guy who right now is not going to be jaded by playing in the show. He is going to be scratching and clawing to make sure hungry. that he maintains his spot. He's going to stay hungry. And and I just can't think that that's not a great thing to have right now in that top six is a guy who can clearly finish like we saw tonight. You're right. Good plays by Matthews. Good plays by Bunting to set him up, right? But finishers, man. You want to have finishers. And this kid appears to be that. Um, he's on a cheap-ass deal right now. You're not worried about any type of salary cap implication. He has a couple of years to grow with some guys that you don't think are going to be going anywhere anytime soon, barring like, again, a, an utter calamity an utter collapse again in the first round. I just, I'm having a hard time seeing the negatives or even just not, I shouldn't say the negatives. Cause that's a, just like even a bozo assessment. It's the ultimate straw man, but there's just a lot of upside to the Robertson storyline right now. And so for him to come in and do that tonight was massive, especially since like, man, that first period, that intermission, it felt pretty dark. It felt pretty dark. I wondered. I wanted the to know what boys were back. Yeah, the the, the pee whack boys needed some pee whacking in that intermission. But I thought, man, what is Keith going to say after these last three days of Keith just like oh, taking his own grave? Dude, Keith, I, I can't remember a coach in any time in my life just grabbing a shovel. And they're like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm just digging my own grave. And people are going like. Uh, do you want to stop? He's like, no, you can't like, stop. <laughs> I got I got to keep going. I got, I want a deep grave. I couldn't believe it. Uh, and then he, he just finally pulled the card, which is the, the perfect card to pull today, media. which was idiots. As a mob at the media is prepping them for you guys. Like, okay, fine. Like well, it, it, I, it's, 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 he pulled the Donald Trump. He was just like, it's all the media. Uh, it's, it's, hilarious, it's all though. fake news. Cause I, you know, I, 
worked with Kipper and Borny. I cut all the clips for a show before we, and I was ta- obviously in the middle of this for the past couple of days. And I get to work today, start listening to the clips, and I'm like, oh, we're doing this again today? <laughs> like, can we just maybe say, I've had enough, let's move on? The guy talks Don't for say 30, anything. He, dude, he talks for 13 minutes a day. He talked for no. 13 minutes this morning. It's just too <laughs> long. Like, you're eventually right. going to say something stupid if you're talking right. for 13 minutes a day. You can't, Bro. you just talk less. Actually, don't no. talk less. I'm biting the hand that feeds me here. Don't talk less, but I still. All I have to say about the Keith thing, I'm going to close it. I'm going to get yeah. off of it because we're going to move to that period. Is this is a guy who in the Amazon series, in the very first episode of the season, mm-hmm. right? The regular season, I think it was Matthews that said some nothing He's, thing. It was like about opening it up. Remember? Yeah. He was like, yeah. we're playing a little too bogged down. It'd be nicer to play opened up a little bit or whatever. It was something like a stupid comment that didn't matter. A comment that no one's latching on to, mm. like not a soul. And Keith goes right into Kyle Dubas's office and complains about it and tries to get Matthews to walk it back and talks about the messaging about being on the same page. Dude, I can tell you right now as a fully fledged member of talking about the Leafs media on a daily basis, uh, I think Sheldon Keefe cares way more than a lot of us do. Like we care about the performance of the team. This guy created this entire story. He, he lit his own fire and he, he watched it burn. His self-inflicted and, wound, man. <laughs> dude, he seriously, he lit that fire. And you know, actually, this is the perfect analogy. I wish we could have this, you know, the movie orange County where <laughs> Jack black can't starts remember the Saw fire it when I was a kid. Jack Black starts a fire and he just watches it burn because he's a pyro and then it burns down the entire admissions office and Jack Black walks out of the building in his underwear. He's like looking around and Ben Stiller comes up to him and he says, what happened here? He's like, I don't know. It's a fire. Uh, It must have been an electrical fire. It's like that was Sheldon Keith after that media conference. Just That's what he said. Media. He was like, it was an electrical fire. I don't know. Uh, His bunk is frozen here. I feel like he has frozen. Am I uh, toe tapping here? Uh, yeah, I think <laughs> as I look at my computer here, it looks like Bunkus is frozen. He's got a big smile on his face. <laughs> the screenshot right now is incredible. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I liked uh, in overtime tonight when it was the four on three power play or whatever it was. Um, Matthews, Marner, Tavares and Nylander. And to me, that's something that he probably does anyway. I'm not going to lie. It's not something that he's like thinking about and thinking about narratives mid game, but I do love the fact that he was like, Oh yeah, my elite players are supposed to be elite. I'm going to put them out there. And he did it. And it didn't end in a goal at that point. They got some good chances. And then Robertson scores the overtime winner. Uh, If I could just get a text from somebody to say that we're still on, uh, I don't know if I'm frozen or, I'm still talking here. Um, anyways, yeah, looks like it's just me here. Okay, so I can see my face. I am still live. Uh, something else that Bunkus and I were going to talk about was the play of Rasmus Sandin. So it's a big opportunity for him, right, with Muzzin going out and who knows how long he's going to be out. Uh, uh, Keith was talking about how he is uh, fine and Mitch Marner seemed to be kind of retiring him. Uh, with concussions. So I'm not sure which side of the the ledger to land on there, but a uh, big opportunity for Sandine to step up into that second pair with uh, Justin Hall tonight. And I have to say, I was pretty impressed. I was pretty critical of him heading into this season 
with the way that he kind of held out, I guess you would call it, or I'm not sure exactly how you would say it, but he signed a contract late in the preseason after holding out for kind of no reason. He ends up signing the exact same contract as uh, Timothy Lilligren, 1.4 for a couple of years. And it's funny, I was kind of worried about him with the start, uh, slow start coming out of camp as one does when you kind of play late, it always seems to affect these guys. And it seemed it was affecting Rasmus for the first couple games of the, of the regular season. Thought he looked a couple steps behind, but tonight with some elevated minutes, an elevated role, I really thought that he looked good tonight. I really thought that he had the ability to step in and just kind of play well, played physical. I didn't think his gap control was as bad as it's been in nights before. Seemed to have some, some chemistry with, um, are, are you back? Am I looking at JD yet? I can see him on my screen. He's got a look on his face like he's uh, like he's perturbed. Um, I'm going to continue to back. talk here. Oh, you're back. What's up, no, bro? I'm How back. are you? I'm back. Uh, the wartime building, no, the wartime building sucked you up again. Yeah, just no, just uh, it's a stupid little internet brick out. <laughs> like, get it. of course everything's going hunky dory. You know, we're yeah, smooth sailing here. I was just, I was, just, like, I was cooking up it. a narrative. I was cooking up a narrative. I don't know if you want to hear it. It's hard for. Uh, uh, so in overtime, right? It's the four-on-three uh, power play in overtime, and Keith throws out his four big boys to start the 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 four-on-three. And I know that's something that he would probably do anyway. But in my narrative brain, I was like, oh, he's sending them out there. Your elite players have to be elite players, and he sends out the four big boys, and they uh, they didn't cash. How do you think? What do you think? Overthink or narrative? Uh, it's probably just that's what he wants to ah, do. He would have done know? it. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's just in the best chance to win. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Okay, anyway, okay. I, I was sitting even... here with no idea how long you're hey, going to be gone. I had to listen, cook something I... up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, listen. Uh, the worst part about this is like I was actually kind of almost ready to wrap up here because I I was like, hey, listen, we touched on Keith. I think it was a massive win for this team. Um, winning covers things up, man, for this team. And I'm sorry, but the wins aren't going to count as much as the losses for these guys this year, right? Like when oh, they yeah. lose bad, they're going to get hammered. And when they win, most people are going to be like, to. good, you're supposed to win. You're a good team. You're a cup contender, blah, blah, blah. Um, had they won tonight in a different way, um, in a greasy way, I think that people would have gone like, ah, you beat Wedgwood and whatever and blah, blah, blah. No, man. Stars bought a lot of tickets for a lot of their friends and family tonight. Six Leaf Ontario show- boys. Leafs had a horrific, they dogged it in the first. I was genuinely terrified whether or not the, it was a Marner Matthews coach killing game. Like that's how bad they were in the first. I went, Oh my God, this is, they're going to, they're trying to kill the coach. Like this is it. They want him gone. And then they came out in the second period and they had pushed and they dominated the second. They dominated the third. I thought that Samsonov, Samsonov, God damn it. It's impossible. Yeah, he was good. He was solid, quiet in the net, did his job, made the saves he needed to make, made a couple that were in tight and in close that were a little spooky, spooky season. It's Halloween. He's making saves, not making me feel so spooked. I just thought it was a good performance in the second and third crappy one to start it. But Robertson saved their ass from a narrative standpoint because he was the only guy that could really completely take the Leafs out of the whole Sheldon keyhole that he made. And he just showed up with the fire extinguisher. He showed up with the fire trucks. He put the fire out. And Sheldon was standing there like Jack Black in his underwear in Orange County going like, thank you, so, buddy. Like, so a couple, I have a couple more things for you before we wrap yeah. up. The Jersey? first thing I – no, first thing I wanted to we, – we didn't talk about the, the goal review. Oh, yeah. Um, I thought obvious goal. Same. You too? Buddy, like, again – 
I quit. I went to Twitter because I wanted to check, and in classic Twitter fa- fashion, oh, we got the we got the highlight. Yeah, when everybody is mad about something, then I usually think that they're wrong. <laughs> so see, we got we got the highlight here. Yeah, and to pull me, it up. To, oh, it's playing right now. To me, yeah, I see it. To me, before like because I think he did push off a little bit, uh, mm-hmm. Sagan, but the when I'm looking at it, that puck was going in the net regardless of the push off or not. The way the puck was already rolling, it was heading towards the net to me. I, I I understand why it took them so long, but ultimately, I think they got the call right. Like it's a 50-50 puck. Marner's in the blue. Sagan's in the blue. I it, the puck was going in the net before that push off happened to me. So fine with that call. People were bent out of shape, but I had no problem with that. I don't really have anything to add other than yeah, he doesn't touch the goalie. He touches the player. Did you watch um? What game was it? It was the football game, the Monday night football game. You probably weren't awake for I, the end. No, of I it. did. I actually watched that whole game. Yeah, I did. Where yeah, you watched the, the guy, overtime? Yeah, where he pushed the guy into the fair yeah. catcher. Yeah, yeah. And and your brain goes, that's unfair. Like he touches the no... guy, and it, and it's no, it's not. That's not the, what the penalty is. And I thought the same thing with this goal review. Is like mm. he doesn't cause a penalty to push Marner into the into the goalie. Like it's not something where you go, oh, what a dirty play for him to do that is incidental contact, and like you said, with the rest of it, the puck's already going in the net. I don't know why people cried about it. People were going like, ah, last I checked, you can't cross the, check the goalie. I it's saw just, a lot of those. It's the, classic, like, oh. it's the classic argument is the definitive nature. Is yeah. it definitive enough to overturn? And I thought it was. Some people didn't Same. think it was. That's the argument. I thought it was a goal. When it happened, the first look I saw, I was like, oh, that should count. And it the did. First look, so. The first look was the one where I was so shocked that they waved it off. I, yeah. I went, what did, what did I really miss here? Because I didn't think I saw it. Anyway. Also, we, we I, see eye to eye on it, so there's not a whole lot to debate here. But it was, yeah, I thought it was I, a clear goal, and they got it right. And they ended up no, winning anyway, I, so it's a moot point. But I wanted to get your take. They got it. It's just that this is now two reviews that have gone against the Leafs mm-hmm. in a row. That's why I think oh, you're the, the, the Riley thing was ten times worse than this. No, like, but that was no wrong. Yeah, that's yeah what that I mean. was There's wrong. No comparison between these two things. Anyway, I thought it's it like honestly, this is a really weird Leafs game because again, that first period was so bad. The second and third were solid. It was a weird night for Matthews, like before the play, before the pass. Like he's he hesitant took, to fire it. Yeah, I don't know what that. What's up with that? Still, like the even strength points are not piling up for the kid. Um, Giordano near escape oh of an God. injury. Do you he have any thought? Yeah, I know hey, he fell down. Gave Dallas a, a penalty for it, but yeah. it didn't really look like it was a penalty. Scary. Yeah, it was a very scary play. Glad he got up. Hope he's okay. Maybe we'll get a little bit more info on that after the game. But thought Sandine was pretty good. Thought Mete was pretty forgettable. And like, boy, that's why you're not in the NHL. Like, it's kind of performance. So I wanted to I wanted to just quickly circle Sandine. I was rambling on a little bit about him there before you got on. Um, can we have the power play conversation? Is it too soon? Too soon. They were too one soon. for eight tonight, man. No, but you know what? You know what isn't too soon? Right. Like, I love Morgan Riley, and he's such a great contributor to this team, and he rushes the puck so beautifully, he skates so beautifully, he does so many great things with the uh, for the Leafs. But I just, the way he handles the puck, this is one of Borny and I's hobby horses. We talk about this every day when we're, we're prepping for the show, yeah, yeah. is the way he dusts it off at the top constantly. Yeah. He doesn't move it quick enough, and he doesn't have a hard enough, decisive enough shot to get it to the net. To me, they've already done it once with, with him where they put Sandine in the bubble when he was a kid. They put him on the top power play unit. If you got the true serum, you got the what I actually want to do serum and poured it into Sheldon Keith, he would be putting Sandine top power play unit. To me, it's, it's going to happen this year. I don't, 
I don't think you do it right now, especially considering how good the power play was last year with Morgan Riley running been, it. But it's been bad to start yep. the year. It has been bad to start the year. Now's the perfect time to start just thinking about it. It really is. Mm, so what I truly believe is that now with Robertson in the lineup and Sandine running power play two, mm. kind of have a power play. You have two. like a real threat on two. That's not. That's yeah. not a bad point. It's, it's not it's a bad like, point. Now you sort of have like when the other guys came and listen, they scored tonight. Why? Because Sandine filtered one through and Kerfoot mm-hmm. got to pick up a cookie. Mm-hmm. Like I, I just, I'm a I'm big believer in by the idea of him for sure. Top, top unit though. You and I are of the same mold where we both like it, where there's basically one power play and the other guys are there to pick up the scraps. Like you're there mm-hmm. to be the scrap pickers, the main guys. Like I've had zero problem with the guys being greedy piggies and being on the ice for like the full two minutes <laughs> the, in a lot of these. The piglets have been hot. Oh yeah, they've this been <laughs> like they they've been they've been picking out. Like they've been picking out and they haven't really been doing anything with it. But like looking like you are, and me at Osmos, bud. Just oh yeah, out. buddy. Just yeah. It's just uh, you want the large? Duh. Like <laughs> no, I want the small idiot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go back there, you idiot. <laughs> give me a free one for saying such a dumb thing, you bozo. Go back there. And give me a large Osmos now. Now, fries, put some in, sticks. I like sticks. It doesn't sound like you're as much of a fatso. You're just like, I like sticks. Oh, like, you're back to sticks? Healthy. Rocks all oh, day, pal. No, buddy, I'm I'm obviously on the rocks, but yeah, the special yeah. treat is when you mix in the half and half. I've never done double down. You're out of your mind. That's the only way to live. I don't only go rocks. Anyways, no, these half are too rocks, many free half ads. Sticks, Sorry, half rocks, half sticks. Yeah, anyway. yeah, oh, please, come on. <laughs> for, for the boys. Uh, last thing. The retro jerseys, they come out. To me, it's like, it's hilarious because it's just, they're the Leafs. If they deviate too mm. far from the retros. Those are right? nice. Dude, you know why they're nice? They're I Leafs know, jerseys. Because they're Leafs jerseys. Oh, yeah, no. they are. They're, I no, like the Leafs nice. jerseys. I have always liked the Leafs jerseys. I've always liked the sweater. Yeah, all right, are, fine. There's unique. a white. The, the white shoulders okay. are nice. The white. Sho- hey, I'm Jersey guy. You can listen. You're. I'm Jersey guy. I own more yeah. jerseys than you. But I have better so, taste than you, and I'm fashionable. Ah, no. Nah, yeah. Listen, listen. I. Yeah. You did look good yeah. at my wedding. So. Yeah. You looked hot. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but who's that, look at wh- my hair and look at your hair. You <laughs> oh, see I should have <laughs> a hat. God damn it! <laughs> you tell me. I knew it was a bad hair day. You catfished me into not wearing a hat. <laughs> I wore a hat all day today before I got a cut too. I was in the fuzz zone. I was in the, I was bleak. If you look at my videos from my show, I've been wearing a hat for like a week and a half. My barber, I got in there today. He's like, bro, I saw you on Instagram. I knew it was time for you to come in and get a cut. I was like, so, can I, I just want to say that the leaf is gorgeous. Oh, it's gone now, but the leaf is gorgeous. And I like the white shoulders. I think the white shoulders are unique. And I don't think that's, I don't know if the Leafs have ever done that before. They ever had white shoulders. I think that's yeah. unique. I don't think it's one of the best of all the ones that got released. I think it's nice. I think it's uh, going to be a good look on ice. And they didn't, you know, bung it up like they did with the last one. So I'm yeah. impressed with it. I okay. give it a solid seven and a half, eight out of ten. Yeah, it's solid. I like it. Um, yeah. As someone who went against the Bieber jersey because they went too far and they messed with the classic and you no, love the Bieber jersey. What, no, no. I like the Bieber jersey. But one of my worst zags of all time was trying to pretend that I like the reverse retro, the original one. It was a tough zag. I was trying to be yeah. Mr. Mr. You know, uh, that's a bad one by me. The black one? No, the the one with the gray. Yeah, no, that sucked too. That one was real bad. That yeah, one I like the black bad. one. The black one's cool for a one-off little. The black event. one was fine. No, but yeah, this fine. is this is my thing. Is you're you're in a tough spot when you have a classic jersey 
because mm-hmm. anything you do too much, people go, what the hell? You ruined the classic jersey. Well, and like the Celtics do... on opening night wearing Bucks jerseys. Yeah, yeah. So I like those. Those are like Notre Dame. But um, these ones are fine. Like, I like them. They're clean. They're crisp. I like the white version more. Um, the only thing that makes me think, though, is the, with the white shoulders when I used to play NHL is if you ever had a team with like the double white shoulders it was like harder to oh, yeah, yeah, play yeah. the game. And I thought exactly somebody's going to try to play these on a, on a NHL game and it's going to suck for whoever has <laughs> to play the experience. Um, anyway, the nicest one we both agree is Pittsburgh. It's like, yeah. but the Pittsburgh. penguins, it's a cheat code. Oh, but it's a cheat code because those are the nicest sweaters, maybe in all of pro sports in general to work off of. And so it's like, you throw the, the old Mario undeniable. The yeah, colors just are so, so nice. So nice. Just works so perfect with hockey. Like it's sexy, man. This is the, that's the best one. What's weird though, is like, I actually don't like the Steelers uniforms and like mm-hmm. yellow usually doesn't really move me in any kind of way, but there's just something about the penguins. Like everything about it, the logo is clean. The sweater is perfect. Everything I'm about envious, them. I'm envious of them for all their teams being the same colors. I love that. Yeah, I know it's such a cool I wish thing. I wish the I wish Toronto Raptors had winning that a too. championship ruined it. They were going to be the Huskies, Huskies and then they won the then they would yeah. the North happened and it got yeah. hot. It was hot in the streets and then they could yeah. they were paralyzed. Yeah. It's the only downside to the Raptors getting good is that it ruined Huskies being the Huskies. Are so nice. Oh, so much better than Raptors. Oh, 10 times out of 10. It's it's infinity better. It's a classic basketball name. It's like way more representative of like 100%. the North which we like are here in Toronto compared to the rest of the NBA. <sighs> Um, yeah, that Penn's uni is so yeah. nice. Anyways. The one that's controversial between you and I is I like Detroit. You don't like Detroit. Oh, Detroit. I think, yeah. listen, I, do you say I, Detroit? Detroit? Why do you say it like a bug? I say it where? Detroit. How do I say yeah. it? Detroit. 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 Well, how do you Detroit. say it? Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. Detroit. No, that's you. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's like how Annis says hot dog. Like he's hot in a football. Like he's like, you got a hot dog? Yeah, I'm like, so what's wrong I with like, you? You're raising this country. I don't mind that. Now that I look at it more, it's okay. It's not terrible. Um, I, I like that. It. I like that old school one that they had. So I don't mind that. Mm-hmm. But of all the ones that are released, I would say that's in the bottom half. But I don't mind that Detroit one. Something a little di- Detroit. You did it, Detroit. Hot dog. Yeah, hot dog in Detroit. <laughs> uh, the ones, the one I hate the most is the Rangers, just because I love this Rangers logo. It's mm-hmm. the one of the coolest logos. It's mm-hmm. such an awesome, and it just feels like they just. It's you know what it reminds me of Leafs pajama jerseys. It's just it's a it pajama. In. It's a pajama jersey. This is a giant tiger look. Like this is not this is not what you want, right? This is fine if you're getting it for a, like me, you know your kid, but this is not a this is not a good look. They blew it. It's just this is the the biggest like the Predators one sucks. It's ugly, right? It's the mm-hmm. hot mustard with the ugly Predator, but it's like yeah, you're the Predators. You just, of course you're gonna have the ugly one. A couple things though, a core value of a jersey is to have stripes at the bottom because it just stretches it yeah, out if it doesn't I know. have it. That's what I'm saying. Pajamas. At the bottom. My, my beer league team has got new jerseys with that logo, but zigzags. So I'm yeah, really no, excited to put those on. I know. That's, yeah, that's very yeah. nice. Yeah, I'll so. check my notes to see if there's anything else to discuss. Uh, any more business? <laughs> <That's better laughs> <that>. <laughs> anything <laughs> left? Yeah. No, uh, I'm just happy, man. Yeah. I got to say, that was, that was a game that makes me feel happy. Like yeah. I, I may, I may throw on the old Leafs hat on the way to work tomorrow. That one made me feel good. It did. All right. And well, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta look for the, cause this team, you know what they'll, you know what they'll do on Saturday night, who they play the jets on Saturday night. You know, they, uh, that's a letdown spot though. They'll, they'll be a letdown spot, but it's nice to enjoy this one for a couple days. That was a nice win. And Robertson good for him. Yeah. Uh, if you want to listen to more, listen to the JD Bunkus podcast. That's my show. Uh, tomorrow uh, I'll obviously be talking about this. I have James Reimer on this week. 
Ooh. trying to yeah it's gonna have that's cool chop it up with james I'm trying to get curtis mclaney too i want to I'm, mm. I'm big on the goalie talk right now with the leafs right like i got a lot Buddy, of goalies, goalies are a untapped like if they're the best radio guests by far mm-hmm. on kipper and borny we have we have uh goalies on all the time mm-hmm. like they a lot are just of good ones they really like are Steve a lot of Valiquet is on Amazing. with Merrick. Yeah, Amazing. really great. Really thought. We had him on guy. earlier this year. McKenna's excellent. Like, there's yeah. so many good goalies that talk about goaltending. So, yeah. I, uh, but, go ahead. No, you're a goalie and you're good at talking. So, no, I'm done. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> both of us, yeah, subscribe to the JD Bunkus podcast. Subscribe to this podcast. If the audio is fixed, go back and, and fix the ratings. All right. We got hammered by some of you guys with the ratings. All right. Didn't appreciate that. God, it's like, oh, yeah, oh, you can't have any errors in like the first two shows, a brand new no. show. Like people no, just breathing you, down your neck. All the Roger and Eberts out there just like not just <laughs> hammering the boys with that one stars because hey, of the audio. The audio I, better be fixed tonight. If the audio is all glitched out, I'm going to have a meltdown. Like it's no, we're gonna, good. We're good. All tonight. right. And guess what? And on Real Kipper and Born tomorrow at 415, yeah. yours truly, J.D. Bunkus, joining the fellas as well. As oh, yeah, I can't wait. Although, yeah. I'm kind of, this is the only part that bums me out a little bit about them being what? good tonight. I just had like, ah, you wanted the crap fest tomorrow, eh? No, no, no. I just, you know how <laughs> I like to get Kipper all fired up. Oh, yeah. You know, like I like to get like I like to get Kipper going and just, you know, try to. And now I don't know what to do, like how to get him. Maybe I'll go complete zag on him and just be like, hey. Kipper, this Martyrs is proof. A tough goal. Yeah, Marner, <laughs> that was a bad penalty in the first on Mitch. Eh? Like he just, he was struggling out there. I don't know if you're using uh, your stick like that. Maybe you lost a step, Kipper. Yeah. Or yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll do something like that. I got to get Kipper fired up in one way or the other. You know, that's the yep. best way to get it going. So I just need new things to get uh, to get under Kipper's skin. Uh, you're all good, buddy. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, this was Leafs talk. Subscribe. Review. Share it. Do all those things. Get in the comments. Let us know. And we will catch you Saturday night. Right? Saturday yes. night. Jets. Oh. Sneak, sneaky rivalry. Oh, what do you got? Well, oh, PSA is we're not doing it on YouTube on Saturdays right now. We're just doing it. We actually have a, a couple PSAs. This is a weird one. I just realized that we're not going to be on YouTube for a little while. Because we're going to knock out the the Saturday night show only on Sportsnet now. They're trying to push us to Sportsnet now and get you to be watching Sportsnet now. So do that, all right? If you like seeing this. It's pretty simple. I got the code for today, knocked it down, took me two minutes. Um, Monday and Wednesday, listen, if you leave, let's say we get, I'll say 50, all right? 50 comments and five-star reviews in the podcast page. Comments, five stars with comments that you liked it. Then we'll go on YouTube. We'll go on YouTube at night and we'll do the late night, the Monday night after the whatever game. It's the Golden Knights. Yeah. And then Thursday's Sharks. Those are 10 and 1030 bangers. I hate the Sharks. We're going to do reactionary podcasts so that they were up in the feed for the next day. But we'll go live and we'll do them if there's 55 star reviews on the iTunes page. And there's a hundred five star reviews on Spotify. Then we'll do live and we'll do it there. But there's got to be the comments on iTunes. All right. There's got to be nice comments. There's got to be nice things. Otherwise, no bleeping no deal. Me- no meanies. Okay. <laughs> oh, you leave the meanies. You're dead. <laughs> if you leave the meanies, I'm going to have the cries. I'm oh, not ready. Little Sammy can't take the meanies. <laughs> no, I don't want to see the meetings, all right? I don't want to see the meetings out there. Anyway, so you put those reviews in, you do those subscriptions, you do those shares, 
and we'll see you on Monday night. If not, eh, you'll get some podcasts in the feed, and uh, that's better than nothing, I guess. It's Leafs Talk. I'm J.D. Bunkers and Sam McKee. We'll talk to you soon. See ya.